Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Joe Patrick is our uh, Braves insider. He joins us on the WadeFord.com hotline this morning. Hey, Joe, what up? How's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. So, Joe, I'm curious because last night I said what I wasn't going to do is overanalyze the the, the preseason game or or the warm-up game for the Atlanta Braves. But I have to ask you, what did you think of of, uh, Mike Fulton-Ever's overall performance yesterday? Yeah, you know, I, I like to blame the, the radar gun, too, when I get pulled over. You know, a cop thinks I'm going too fast on the road. I'm like, hey, you know, we need to check the gun here. Um, easy, easy excuse. Uh, you know, but I understand where he's coming from. It's, it's true that the conditions weren't quite ideal there for him to go out and give some, you know, vir- virtuoso performance there on the mound. And so I'm, I am considering the conditions. The top priority for me in these, preseason it's weird what what we call these things these exhibition matches before the season starts is just to kind of stay healthy and at least get through them feeling like you're primed and ready to go in the next start which is the one that counts do you want the start last night to have been an actual uh you know good production in terms of not getting up the runs and, and really being uh sharp and things like that of course you do um but you know the conditions are what they were and i think that you we, we do need to take Fulton Evich at his word a bit because he is more experienced. But like you said, there's not, not going to be the same excuses next time he takes the mound. So he's got to be prepared for that both in his mind and physically. But for me, the, the main thing with these things, honestly, it was really fun to see the Braves come back last night and have that cool walk-off win. But I think that um, the main thing is just getting through these games without any injuries and just being ready to go into the season, which starts on Friday. Joe Patrick joining us. Let's move on here. Freddie Freeman uh, back, uh, you know, uh, hit into a couple of double plays, but then uh, managed to drive in a run with a single. And then, you know, I, we all have faith and credit that uh, F- Freddie's going to be Freddie this year. And then the return of Matt Adams to this lineup to bring another left-handed bat back in uh, was uh, beneficial, obviously, in the walk-off home run. Uh, address the situation at first base for us as you see it right now. Yeah, I mean, I think Matt Adams is kind of is, is good, like a security blanket. I think, you know, the Braves also – uh, had selected the contract of Yonder Alonso at first base. They've got some cover there for Freddie, uh, but I fully expect Freddie at this point to be playing pretty regularly uh, once the season starts. And, um, you know, he, he's one of those guys who just doesn't need the same kind of reps before a season. Obviously, the Braves have been really good in trying to get him as many as he can, even when batting for both sides when they were doing the intra-squad scrimmages. 
you know, he's just one of those guys who's such a good hitter. He doesn't need that same amount of time like it takes a lot of other hitters that see live pitching over over a long period of time to get ready for a season. So for that reason, I think the Braves are very fortunate that the fact that what happened to Freddie um, may not affect him long term too much. You know, knock on wood that everything kind of continues to progress as it seems to have been. I think the Braves are are pretty comfortable at first base. I think some of these things that they're doing are just to kind of give themselves some added protection. And again, you, they really are short for those um, left-handed bats or just anyone who could hit right-handed pitching, especially if you want some of those guys to come off the bench and things like that when you've got these uh, expanded rosters early, or early in the season that they can take advantage of. So I think that when we look at these signings like Matt Adams, like you're looking at him more as kind of um, cover and not guy, a guy who's going to come in, in my opinion, and be like a main contributor to the team. But I think the, the team's got to love where they are with Freddie right now, um, considering where we were a week ago. I, I don't think the Braves would have thought that they would be in this position with them. Sports Radio 99 again. We're talking to Joe Patrick, the game's brave insider, on the Wave4.com hotline on Sports Radio 99 game. Now, we were talking about pitching earlier. That fifth starter option, we don't know when Cole Hamels is going to be Cole Hamels is going to be ready. So who do you see them potentially penciling in as that fifth starter? It, it, it makes all the sense in the world for it to be Kyle Wright. Kyle had a had a great spring training was or was having a really good spring training before the hiatus. Um, unfortunately, he did run. He was uh, had to quarantine. He didn't have COVID nineteen, obviously, but he did run into somebody. He had contact with somebody who had tested positive, so that caused him to stop all of his workouts during the hiatus. Uh, I, I think it was actually kind of towards the tail end of it. Um, and make sure that he wasn't a positive case either. But he says he's back on track. He says he's feeling good, and I think he's going to start the game tonight. So uh, that would put him, you know, in the rotation. That would give him the rotation spot of that last fifth place. But he's one of the guys, because of that kind of little delay that he had, the, the quarantine issue that he had to do, um, it means that he's probably not going to be as uh, stretched out as some of these other guys, Max Free, Mike Soroka, who we've seen look really impressive and, and and look like they're going to be capable of, you know, giving you a solid, really solid outing of, you know, 80, 85 pitches, something like that. I don't you know, um, Kyle Wright's not going to be there uh, at that level, but I do think he will assume that fifth starter. And I think that you'll probably, you know, for the game that he starts, the first one that he starts the regular season, the, the Braves will almost surely have, a pre-planned reliever to come in after him to piggyback off of uh, his the first. If he can give them three innings, four innings, something like that, that would be perfectly fine. Yeah, Joe, one of the things we talk about, and it, it goes to Fulton Evans when I talk about short leash here, you, you don't have time to, to, to waste here in a 60-game season. We all understand that. And uh, as a result, it'll be interesting to see how Brian Sticker manages something like Austin Riley. I know he was really playing well down in spring training down in Northport, but you know, I be and again, you're going to give him every opportunity. I understand that, but you can't wait. If he if he gets into any kind of a a slump to start the season, you got to pull that trigger, go right back to Camargo. You can't dilly dally around with this thing at all. Totally, yeah, and that's going to be a really fascinating part of this season for the Braves and every other team. Is that normally when you have these younger players like a guy like Austin Riley, you can survive with him going through a slump, and you can kind of. Because uh, you, you can convince yourself that it's worth your while for him to be getting the at bats, getting the experience, and even if he's not giving you, giving you the production, you hope that just by keeping him out there and keeping him get the, getting those regular reps, that eventually that'll turn around and you will start to get that production. But like you said, 
there's not quite, there's not the time. You know, every game is worth essentially the equivalent of a series in a normal season. So I don't know exactly how Brian Snicker is going to manage those situations, but I can't imagine he's going to give guys too long of a leash if he feels like they're really hurting the team. And it's been really interesting to talk to hear Snicker talk about the third base situation in particular. Because I think a lot of us, you know, when we've talked about the Braves, we talk about the situation they have with Austin Riley and Johan Camargo kind of occupying the same position. And will one of them get some rotation in the outfield? They, you know, they've both been trying to play out there now. Um, but the way that Brian Snicker has said, he, he basically says, like, we have two third basemen. We just have two. <laughs> and I think that both will need to, need to be used. I think depth will be as important as ever this year because, you know, you'll just you'll be going through lots of players on the bench with the DH. It actually makes it um, much more easier for a manager to want to use pinch hitters and things like that off the bench. Uh, but I think that it's essentially going to just be a competition for between those two guys for who's getting the most at-bats at third base. And you hope that that kind of competition brings out the best in both players. Talking with Joe Patrick, our Braves insider on the WaveForward.com hotline today. Kyle Wright on the mound, 4 o'clock against uh, the Miami Marlins in the second of the exhibition games, then we get to Mike Soroka against uh, Jacob Grom. Well, again, this is going to be uh, – I hope we're not sitting around, Joe. Uh, you mentioned Fried and Soroka trying to figure out, you know, Newcomb, Fulton-Evich, Wright. You know, I, I mean, I assume that there's a chance we could see Ian Anderson at some point. He's going to be on the 30-man. So, uh, But, I, you know, we, we can't be trying to determine who our third starter is. I mean, if we're determining our fifth starter, fine. Even our fourth, but we got to get a three-man rotation, a solid one that we know we can go boom, boom, boom through in, in, in a 60-game season. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've, I've said for a long time now, I think this is a great opportunity for some of these guys to pitch themselves into a position to be a, a legitimate contributor on this team. But, I, you know, it is interesting. The Braves signed Yuli Shasin yesterday to a contract doesn't really give you a ton of optimism that they like what they are seeing from some right. of these younger pitchers, um, which is, I think, a tad concerning because, you know, the Braves in the past, you know, if you look at the Braves rotate, uh, pitching staff last year, it was very it was very deep in terms of all these potential arms they could go to, and they did rotate a lot of those guys through the rotation at times. But it seems like now a lot of that depth, has kind of been like they're they're testing the bottoms of that depth right now, so they need some of these guys to come through. And you do wonder with that that signing of Shasin if if that's a signal to us that you know some of those guys maybe aren't performing as well as they expected. But you're right, like these guys are going to have to step up. Brian Snickers made no bones about it. This team will be as good as the pitching staff takes them. Appreciate it, Joe. Thanks for the insight. You the man, Joe. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law